Hey, it's Deacon here. I'm hosting a new workshop called Hiring Secrets to help you find the right people who will take your business to the next level. Join me live on April 6th, and I'll show you my biggest secrets and tools to building a high-performance team. Get all the details at deaconbradley.com, click the Hiring Secrets link in the menu, or check today's show notes for all the links you need. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Okay, Deacon, you have definitely made me hyper aware of what the power behind agencies and how they work. I've got questions. Welcome to the Sharp Business Growth Podcast, the show for CEOs who want to create healthy business growth online. I'm your host, Deacon Bradley, alongside Justice Marimi. And on today's show, we kind of opened up the, the curtain of like, hey, here's how agencies are thinking about this. You know, if, if you're growing online, agencies are obviously a really important part of that, unless you want to hire all that talent, which we went into last week. This week, Justice, I'm giving you the driver's seat because I feel like I, I did you a disservice at the end of the last episode and kind of like rocked your world. And then we were like, ran the credits. And you're sitting there like, well, what do I do now? How do I run my business? Somebody help me. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> this was, I told you after we recorded the podcast, this is very convicting. Um, I'm seeing this in my own life now and I am needing to repent. So I <laughs> honestly, the thing that came to my mind was, and this might sound cheesy or corny, but like. Marvel already knows what movies it's releasing for the next year and how they're intertwined. All of the brands that I love know what's coming before I know what's coming. And they know how to build excitement for me on this thing that's coming. If you think about Apple and their famous ad, it was about this thing that was coming that you have to be prepared for. That took time. And so you separated in my mind marketing and like selling. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And I wasn't aware of that. And now I'm go now I'm left going, oh my gosh, I get it. But what can you maybe speak to how great brands that you saw, how they did it? The ones that you're like, they've got it down. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I think the Marvel example, the Apple example are fantastic. It's easy to look at those and just be almost in awe. That's like me. Uh, you were, <laughs> you were examining my, my extensive collection of refined executive books in my bookshelf earlier. And then I heard you say under your breath, Harry Potter. <laughs> I didn't expect that to be up there, but it's true. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Uh, it's right up there with the management and <laughs> execution books. And you heard and me. <laughs> I hear everything. And th they're another example where it's like, I'm like, wow, seven books. And this is all so intricately designed. Yeah. So uh, those are like huge multi-billion dollar examples that are easy to look at and be like, yeah, of course. I don't have those resources. So if I were dialing this back to say 20 million and under 
Yes. What does this look like for you? Yes. To me, it all starts with, with actually knowing your customer and your brand and having like a story around that brand that is interesting. My favorite tool for this is Donald Miller's brand script. Hmm. I used to do this for, for when I, when I consult with people, I make sure they have this. I love developing them. It's super, super important to create that thing. And what's, what's interesting though, is when you're finished, it's a very small, short script. Hmm. Like I could recite my entire brand script in probably under a minute. Oh, wow. But the time and effort that goes into creating that creates so much clarity around the positioning of your brand and the problem that you solve and who you solve it for, that that's like the foundation that everything else is built on. So what you, you kind of brought up an interesting point earlier where I was like, oh, people are thinking, sell my stuff when they hire an agency. And if that's you listening to this, uh, you need to know that they need this strategic foundation of, of a good message to be able to sell your stuff. And uh, yeah. a lot of times people miss this because they're able to sell enough just luckily. Yeah. Whether, and, and you know, part of the problem is like you might be selling on something like Amazon, which is a marketplace. Yeah. There's already people there looking. Yeah. Or if you're selling in retail, people are in the store already looking and they see your thing. Like you need less there. Right. If you're selling online and trying to get somebody to see your thing and want to engage with it and buy it, like you need more. Mm. Like they weren't at the store looking for the thing. Yeah. And uh, the foundation for that for me is always messaging. That's where I would start if you don't have that. Your your agency should say, tell me about your business. And you should be like, boom. And they should go, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am thinking about all of the... You, in the, in the last episode, you shared about you know, when you should get set up for Black Friday and when you should start marketing and all that kind of stuff. Like this is when you should be prepared for Black Friday as far as marketing goes for your brand, for, for what you're doing. And you need to get that to your agency so they can sell it. Yeah. And I'm now looking at all of the things that are available as far as just in a calendar year that align with your brand, that give you an opportunity to market and serve that an agency can go, that's exciting. We can't wait to sell it. Yes. You're also getting at kind of like the, another ingredient that's important. So we talked like brand wide or department wide or whatever kind of how your business is, is divided. You need this kind of messaging foundation. I, I love brand scripts for that. The other thing, okay, now we're talking about preparing for Black Friday. Well, what does that mean? Well, the thing you need to sell on Black Friday, like what does everybody get excited about on Black Friday, Justice? Sale. Like ridiculous, crazy sale. And if I were to translate that into marketer speak, I would say people are putting together fantastic offers. And those offers are what are converting into huge results. Wow. So as a brand right now, what does preparing for Black Friday look like? Well, it looks like what is your offer mm. that you're going to take to people mm. and actually being thoughtful and designing it with intention, not just there's this, there's this meme that we always, 
Man, uh, the agency world sees so many funny stuff because we see so many businesses and, and you know, we joke about the, the underprepared and, and stuff like that. And there's this meme that goes around where it's like, this is bottom of the barrel thinking when it comes to, <laughs> to Black Friday, where it was like, it was kind of like a before Black Friday and it was like, you know, a picture of the thing and it's like a hundred dollars and then it's all it's like got the price tag on it, hundred dollars. And then it's like for the black Friday deal. And it's the exact same picture. Um, but now the price tag says $600 and it's crossed out. And then it's written over it a hundred dollars. And it's like, that's like the bottom of the barrel thinking where it's like, they don't even have an offer. They just pretended it was yeah. a big discount. <laughs> yeah. And then the kind of like the one level above that is like, Oh, just give them a discount. But all of these are like not good offers. Right. So think harder about it than that. (laughs) Okay. So there's a brand script. There's, there's like intentional production of offers. Um, is there anything else? Let's do one more that you can think of when you're thinking of a healthy brand, healthy business, when they're thinking, um, marketing and sales, not just sales. Yeah. So, so this is kind of blurring brand script and offers together, but kind of some of the glue there is they know their customers and they have one or more avatars that are really dialed in. And I, I almost hate using the word avatar because I think people miss, they, they mess this part up more often than not. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, you know, Christy's a soccer mom who drives a minivan and she spilled something on her shirt on the way home. And that's why I'm selling these athletic exercise bands. And you're like, what? <laughs> so they, they quite often are very good at describing a random person. Yeah. But the avatar should really be talking about what is your, what do they want? What pains are they experiencing? Like what wakes them up at night that yes. they, that they hate? Yes. What are they trying to get away from? Who are they trying to become? Like all of these kinds of things as it relates to your product. And if you have one or more of those dialed in and it's really congruent with your overall brand messaging of like who your business is, what problem you solve, um, then you're able to create an offer that that person can't say no to. Mm. And that that's kind of the glue that holds those together. So these are all the things that, that you should be doing as a brand that you should not just be like, Oh, I hired an agency. I don't have to think about that anymore. And that's, I I think the mistake that I see a lot of businesses make is we're talking, I don't remember if it was this episode or the last episode, because I just hang out with you so much. I know all our our time (laughs) runs together, but it was in one of these episodes where, where we were like, Oh yeah, that's selling the thing. We're like marketing is like a little bit more strategic and you're kind of setting this, foundation up for everything else. Yeah. Okay. So let me put it this way for you, Deacon. This is a last question. I am someone who has a business. Let's just say I'm in love with product development. I love my products. I know they're great. People rave about them, but I now I'm at a point where I'm going, Hey, like I've got to think like a marketer. I'm not a marketer. And for me to transition my mindset to think like a marketer is going to take up more mental bandwidth than me just creating great products. Like how do I shortcut this? What's the hack? What does this even look like? 
Oh man, that okay, that's a really fascinating question because I actually saw this all the time in the agency world. People come in and, and like we've said a bunch of times, they give up the, the the marketing and they're like, ah, don't have to do that anymore. So I, I've kind of like a two-pronged answer to this. The first prong is I strongly believe that as the leader of your business, if you have not yet hit a hundred million dollars, that you need to be into marketing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be an expert, but you need to take it seriously. You don't have to like spend all your time on it, but you should have a good enough understanding of it. Uh, a few books that I recommend, uh, I mentioned earlier, building a story brand by Donald Miller. Uh, there's kind of an abridged version of this and his other book, business made simple. will give mm. you a couple of roadmaps. Uh, I also really like e-commerce evolved. If you're in the e-commerce space, that'll give you kind of a, a high level understanding you don't need to know everything about these, right? but these are books that I send to CEOs. Like I mail them to them after I have conversations with them and they're like, ah, and I'm like, look, just, you know, at least read this. Yeah. Learn some of the words people are throwing around, like yes. understand what they're trying to accomplish. So that's the first thing is you do need to take marketing seriously if you're going to grow because you need to know who's doing it well, who's not. And when somebody comes to you and says, we need to spend money on a VP of marketing, Here's what they'll do. You'll know exactly why that's important and you won't skimp on it. Like I see so many other brands do is they leave that chair empty. And that's kind of the the second part of this is quite often that chair is empty. There's no VP of marketing or if there is, it's, it's a glorified project manager who's just talking to agencies and getting reports and telling them to do stuff, but there's none of that marketing strategy. They're not qualified to build that foundation. Um, so that chair is often empty. It's either the VP of marketing, probably if you're under $20 million, if you're bigger, it's usually called like a CMO, something like that, chief marketing officer. But this is a, it's a very real problem because what's interesting is that in this range of businesses, they're, they're big enough to be growing their team and to have a lot of success, but they're not so big that they can spend 250K a year on right. somebody to sit in that chair. Right. And I tell you the demand for this role over the last, like since COVID started, it was already getting high because e-commerce is always becoming more valuable, but it has absolutely exploded mm. and it is really hard to staff that role right now. And so, I mean, I, I guess all I can say is <laughs> put out a job post, do the best you can and learn this stuff. Uh, and, and kind of the other thing that I'll mention and I'm, I love, I'm excited to share this, but I don't want it to seem like the only way. Right. Because you can put out a job post and like, you know, do, do your best, see who comes through, make sure they understand this stuff. But Justice and I are putting together a program to essentially help business leaders like you who are saying, how do I fill that chair? I can't spend 250K a year on this yet. Right. And this is going to be really fun because both of us work with business leaders all the time. Yeah. Uh, we work with people selling online all the time, but we haven't worked with them in this capacity yet. And, and what this program essentially is, is it's a way for us to work with, with a maximum of 20. We're only going to put 20 people in this group, but it's a, it's a way for us to work closely with those people and help them figure out how do I work with my agency more effective? Who should I even hire to be my agency or, or when's the right time how do I put offers together? Like help me navigate this crazy world 
and actually maximize these teams that I can plug in. And, yeah. and that's something I absolutely love doing. When I worked at an agency, it was hard to do because I was incentivized to spend money. Yeah. That's what we talked <laughs> yeah. about. Like there just wasn't a lot of time, but it's one of the ways that I've worked privately with, with brands and it's fun. And this is just, it's so important that really we, we wanted to work with more people doing it. And a lot of these things are things that as you kind of open up somebody's eyes and you set them on a course, they'll be good for, you know, a month or six weeks and then they'll need some more. And so this allows us to work with, with a bunch more people doing this. And so I'm super excited, Justice. Man, I'm pumped. If you're interested and you want some help, you want to hear more about it, uh, go to sharpbusinessgrowth.com slash CMO. We will take applications there because we're, we're making this a really small, really focused group, get the right people in there. So we'll do a full business review. Look at all your stuff. If it's a fit, fantastic. We're pumped. If it's not, you're going to get a lot of great insider business advice from us. And uh, we're super excited about that. Can't wait. Thanks for joining us today on Sharp Business Growth. Be sure and subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Visit us at sharpbusinessgrowth.com for more resources. And if you're interested in that CMO program, we are pumped to, to get that rolling probably early September-ish, uh, getting kids back in school, everything's starting to actually level out and be normal again as far as schedules go. <laughs> it feels good to say the word normal. <laughs> Sharpbusinessgrowth.com slash CMO. See you there.